Hello and welcome. This is Ayana Lahi, and I am so happy that you're here with me in this week's episode of Be One, Be You. We are going to dive into our topic today, Why You Give Your Power to Your Ego. What is your power? Your power is your sense of connection, your anchored presence that you exist. Your power is the experience of being connected and one, unified with the source of where you emanate from, where you create from, where you know that you are anchored into. Your power is an expression of being connected or disconnected. When you look out into the world and you see situations, people who are leaders and decision makers, and you know they are disconnected, what's that feeling in your body? Do you want to cover over and deny that you too might be connected or disconnected in a certain way? We're all going through the same process of awakening from being disconnected to the source, the source of creation, the source where everything already exists, where there is infinite oneness. Oneness meaning that there aren't separations, that the thoughts in your mind are connected to a source of truth that is not based upon a belief system. It is created from an invisible generator of divine intelligence. And to get there, you have to move through the darkness in this world of matter and form and energy. And this is the creation story where we are created as one. We split into two, the masculine and the feminine. And that journey of returning to union within yourself. When we shut down in ourself, shutting down, closing down to the infinite source within ourself, we can no longer thrive in our environment, we have to create a force of power that can get us through our day. And as I've shared in the previous podcasts, that part of ourself that we create is an ego personality 
that convinces us of everything that we need to be convinced of, whether it's that we are really insignificant or, hey, you are really important. You are so important, I'm going to make you feel so important every single moment of your day. Or, I will make sure that you truly feel that you are unworthy of love. And I'll create situations with you to prove to you that you are unworthy of love. And perhaps even unworthy of money and being valued for who you are. For you see, my job is to make sure that you stay believing what you believe because that keeps me, the ego, in existence. What are we really talking about here? We are really talking about the reunion, the reconnection of your mind. Unless the mind is wired into the source, you doubt yourself, you split off, you become your own worst enemy, always judging, doubting, criticizing. Or, when the ego's in place, it makes you think that everything you're doing is perfect. But if your heart center is closed, you don't know what's going on. If your lower belly is closed, you can't feel what's really happening. So how does evil happen? Meaning, it's an odd word, right? Evil. It's when the greater whole, the whole entire collective mind, is turned against for a system of thinking that alienates, isolates, and destroys the natural functioning of the human spirit in the body. So, why would you give your power away to an ego part of you? Well, this gets into how you feel about yourself. You might have come through lifetimes where you were really put down, abandoned, betrayed, rejected, ABR'd. You might have not been seen for your true capacities. You might have been overlooked, overseen for someone else who played a different role or a game than you. Usually part of the game on this planet has been denial, overlooked, overseen. You're, you're not seen. If a person comes from their own inner darkness, where they're not seeing the light within themselves. If you have too much light, they're going to overlook you. They will work to make you feel 
as though the light that you are is insignificant. So if you're born into this lifetime with a belief system, impressions within your psyche that you carry from one life to the next called sanskaras that are comprised of you believing that who you are is insignificant, that your light is not important, that if you are in your light, somehow you will be overlooked, not seen, hurt, betrayed, turned against, judged. The fear of being who you are is why you would give your power, your own true sense of self, your own true essence to your ego to look after, to manage. So what we do in ourself is what creates the outer world, the external world. So to recreate a new humanity, a world that is based upon truth, not from belief systems, but from being one in oneself, we have to mend this schism within ourself of giving our power over to the ego that can push us to our greatness. It can take us down from our potential. What do you rely upon to survive? Are you relying upon that ego part of you that takes over every time you try to embody yourself, every time you try to come in, because perhaps your inner belief is that you're too weak, that you do not have the strength to make it through into being who you are in your life. So if you turn the light bulb in its little socket and you unscrew it, you, you can't turn the light bulb on when you flip a little switch on your lamp because it's not screwed in. And the same with you, if you unscrew yourself from your connection in the socket into the light, it's a no-go. You are preventing yourself from existing, preventing yourself from being you. And all the spirit gateways, courses and programs, and the mentoring groups and individual mentoring, you are brought through those spaces within yourself where you've split off from yourself and you're given the tools back in. I want you to just to, for a moment, come back in. Give yourself the permission to come back in. Go, well, where am I? You're going to find yourself in your body. You might find yourself in your navel or in your lower belly 
the space between your navel and your pubic bone. How do you find your lower belly? You put your thumb in your navel, your pinky on your pubic bone, and drop that second index finger down on your belly. That's your lower belly. That's the center of your emotional power and strength, your creativity, and your sexual energies. Your kundalini is located in that fourth lumbar, about an inch or two below your navel. That kundalini is a coiled cobra that holds power. When it's coiled and constricted and tight and disconnected from that source within your whole spine, it's going to turn against you, others. It will get pretty high on its own power. That's ego. So your ego is really connected into your own life force energies. You're turning away from them or turning towards them. Turning into it and beginning to open your own life force energies. When you begin to do that, you're given the choice whether to build your ego from your life force energies and become that all-star where you're still in your ego, or you open that valve, you turn the switch into your life force energies, and you make use of your own true life force energies to conquer, to dismiss that ego part of yourself that you chose to have, that you chose to create for a very important reason, for your own survival. The following is pretty tender. So many men and women have been sexually abused. It's a topic that makes one's hair stand on end. For those of you who've had difficulties manifesting your life, as you have wanted to and have worked hard to do, there is a very, very big chance that at some point in your early life, you were touched inappropriately. And in an inappropriate touch, there's a shutdown and oftentimes frozenness, a frozen energy an emotion that closes. And that emotion is connected to feeling unworthy. There's something wrong with you. And in that moment, there is that decision to empower the ego so that you're not hurt again. It's a shutdown. It's a frozenness. There's psychic abuse. It's when someone is thinking a thought and you're tender and sensitive that you pick up that thought but you don't know if it's real or not so you doubt yourself. You create a judgment upon yourself. You create a fear. That perhaps your energies are too much. So when you give your power 
over to your ego, you're choosing to give up on yourself. You're choosing to walk out the back door of your own life. It's an easy way out. It creates a tremendous amount of suffering and pain. If you had a parent that you could not confront, that you could not say, hey, what you're doing to me right now is wrong, I have the right to say what I need to say. There's many, many of you who were not able to say what you really needed to say because of fears of not being loved, supported, perhaps the fears of being physically hurt, psychologically or emotionally turned against. And so when you give your power over to your ego, you are saying, hey, you handle this for me. Perhaps you've had difficulties earning the level of a financial living that you want to be living in and creating in and receiving and manifesting and it can't happen. I want you to take a look at how you possibly could be giving your power away to the ego who created a role for itself. Perhaps there's relationship issues. Perhaps you had to become what your parents wanted you to become, make them feel better about themselves. You've heard me talk about this theme in other podcasts. It's that theme of live for me, don't live for you. So it's really natural to give your power over to an ego part of you. And then at some point in your life, you realize, wow, I've given my power away in this relationship. Or, I've given my power away in this job. Hmm. I've been giving away my power to my sister my whole life. So power plays are part of the physical plane. And to understand your own disempowerment, you have to understand what's in your heart, what's yearning in your own heart, and to turn to your own heart and to begin the process of recognizing what in yourself you've shut your own heart down to. Too much pain, too much hurt. So you want to reopen the door. I give you the key. Unlock the door, open the door, and listen to the words of the you that did not feel worthy enough or deserving enough to be embraced and held for who you, he, she is, was, the past and the present are the same, they're one. When you are facing what was lost inside of you, what you had forgotten. 
when you turn, and I invite you to turn to that pain, that part of you that has its eyes closed, and then it opens and looks at you, wondering, where have you been? I need you. As you turn to face the you that's been hurting and in pain, and you stay committed to being in the love for yourself, you begin the process of ending giving your power away to the ego self who lives off of it, thrives on it, needs it, wants it, expects it. You've created your own version of a control freak of the ultimate being who thinks that he or she is right and that you are wrong. So you've created your own relationship with this madness. It's through the love that's in your heart and be being real and true to receiving the real power within you that's in the love that was forgotten, that you're able to receive you and make the shift from giving your power away to receiving the power that you are. Just allow yourself to take this in and make the choice so that every moment of your life is an opportunity to be in that choice point. Will you own your true self? That true self is the emanation, the illumination, the expression of that beauty. Sometimes stubborn and saying what it feels and what it needs and sometimes saying, yes, I surrender. I've been hurting and I just need to be embraced. May you embrace the love May you embrace what hurts, and may you choose to not leave yourself and to be with you. And just take a beautiful, sweet pause, a moment just to put your hand on your heart and choose you. May you all be blessed in the highest light. And I invite you to come to ayanalahi.com, explore the website, see what resonates for you. I'm here with you and for you. I send you all my love. Have a beautiful rest of your day and evening.